Hello, and welcome to Local Listens. On this week's episode, we invite Alaskan native Ralph Allen on to talk about his music and his travels. Other local musicians are mentioned throughout the episode, and you can find links to those musicians in the episode description. Hi guys, welcome back to Local Listens. I'm uh, Bailey Ukulele. And I am Shane of Sanatorium Hill. We have Ralph from Alaska. So you play the ukulele. Do you play any other instruments or is that like... It's like my primary uh, instrument. I can play a little bit of guitar. Um, I know some chords on the mandolin, uh, which means I can play a little bit of violin as well. Oh yeah, Yeah. because that's the same tuning. And then I also play the harmonica. I don't know if I said that yet. Wow. But I can also play a little bit of keyboard as well. There you go. All right. See, that's awesome. I've never been able to actually get into playing the keyboard. I can play the final countdown and that's it. And only (laughs) that like main keyboard part. (laughs) 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 Hell yeah. That's all you really need to know on the keyboard, though, honestly. Yeah, like that. That live music. So. All right, so like, Hell yeah. What made you start playing music? Um, it's gonna sound real depressing, but I was sad. I feel and, that. Uh, right. Yeah, I was real sad, and I was like a kid, you know. So my first instrument was the violin, and uh, I started playing that when I was maybe twelve. And, uh, yeah, I was just a real sad person and, you know, to be sad at 12 is not really like a, a thing that you want. So started playing, playing the violin and just went from there, stopped playing for a bunch of years. And then I took the ukulele. Here we are. Hell yeah. Here we are, man. It's amazing how much music can like help you through some dark times though. No I'm kidding. Music is like yes. therapy. You know what I mean? Like it really people is. People always people always talk about how like I spent like ten thousand dollars on therapy sessions and stuff, and I said, Yeah, I just sat in my room and played my ukulele, and it seems to work. You, you know? spent one hundred and fifty bucks on a ukulele, and you're set. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've been you've been traveling still, like even through all last year. Um, oh yeah. With like. COVID being an issue and everything, but where, so you're back in Alaska now. I'm back in Alaska now, yes. Like a week ago, you were in Colorado. Uh, Probably almost two weeks ago, I was in Colorado. Okay, so two weeks Uh, ago. uh, And then previous to that, I was in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Oregon, and Washington. Washington visiting the homies up in the house, what, what? You know, (laughs) up in his house. You know it. God damn. That's the one thing I regret about that trip is that I didn't get to see you when you were here because I was well, working. Okay. So I am going to be working on a farm here starting in uh, March. And then by okay. September, okay. I will be back in Washington again. Hell yeah. Hopefully, if all goes well with, with uh, COVID and everything, hopefully we can do punks in the woods this year. Yeah, oh, cross your fingers, we'll definitely man. fly out for that. God, hopefully we get Punks yeah. in the Woods back. Oh, please. I that need is, it, man. I, I wrote a song about Punks in the Woods. 
Hell yeah. You did. Is that the same one you wrote at Punks in the Woods? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, like the Bard song or yeah. something? Yeah. That's called the of the Bard. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great. Love it. <laughs> um, so, like, how has COVID affected the area you're at now? Like, how's venues, like, local venues doing and stuff like that? So, uh, I'm in Alaska currently, and... I'd say about half of the businesses here uh, have shut down. Mm. Uh, like permanently or just like, like temporarily? Permanently, like closed oh, for good. Shit. Damn. There's, it's crazy. Um, I don't think any bars are open in this town. Uh, but if you go out to like the Valley area, which is about a 45-minute drive, um, there's probably some bars that are open out there. Are they open? Like, can you sit inside or do you have to sit outside? I don't know. I haven't been to any bars or anything since I've been back in Alaska. Right. I've just really been kind of at this one place and the hospital a couple of times. Well, I know for here, they just made a thing. I guess it's going to start Monday where you can do 25% indoor dining and you can do 25% indoor entertainment, which means we can do music technically oh, starting Monday. Cool. But only 25%, though, doesn't seem like a lot to me. But, I mean, hey, I'll, ta- uh, I'll take a five-person show. Yeah, I, so if here I- at the Gravel Pit, one person performs to two people. Is there it you funny go. because I know, <laughs> I know who it is? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, a two-person show is better than no show at all. Just saying. That's very real. In Colorado, um, they uh, do outdoor dining. So they like the bars have like, if they have a patio, go on their patio. Right. Yeah, food. that's how it is here. Uh, you can sit outside. Yeah, in, yeah. Which is cool, like but you gotta have, have like little tent heated tents. So you have like your own little personal heated tent with you Hell and your yeah. couple of friends. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, in Issaquah, uh, here in Washington the main i think it's like first avenue like the main street that goes through from like noon to like eight in the afternoon they shut it down and like the restaurants there bring out tents and they like fill up the street and stuff so it's kind of cool yeah i heard about that yeah and like you my buddy was saying it's like vegas you can like take your drink and walk around and like i think so yeah yeah no it's it's crazy but hey they're keeping all those businesses down like their downtown area alive that way so right. I mean, cool. yeah, you, you need it because, I mean, a lot of these music venues and stuff are just, they're down, they're shut down, not going to reopen again. Yeah. Like, we can't even get Chuck E. Cheese in Washington anymore, people. It's real. <laughs> you can't There's what? no Chuck E. Cheese. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> That's when you shit. know it's got serious, when you can't have Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Fucking Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Did you know that, that the, I think Shane's the one who showed me this, that the lead singer... From the Chuck and Cheese commercials is the lead singer from Blind Pursuit. Like, yeah, yeah, no, Blind Pursuit does everything, man. Yeah, I forgot that singer's name, but he's in like everything Everything. that's nostalgic. (laughs) He's the voice of Chuck E. Cheese. They did the fucking Phineas and Ferb theme song. They did the Jimmy Neutron, Jimmy Neutron's theme song. Also, like a bunch of great albums that just make me feel like I'm back in the '90s. Yeah, exactly. Don't you just love feeling it like you're being in the 90s? Yes. Always. 
Like to be a kid Those and completely like oblivious years. to everything else. Right. Those yep. were literally the best years for like everyone. Yeah. Yeah, of course they were. Uh, That's where all the good music's from, man. It's from the nineties. Yeah. Opposed to, you know, like the crack epidemics and stuff that were going on. But well, yeah. being a kid, you didn't have to worry about that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep the listeners entertained, right? There you go. <laughs> so that's it. Ralph, you said you were in and out of the hospital. Like, does that have to do with COVID or anything? Or is that just like other? No. Issues? So when I was in Colorado, I ended up developing a heart problem. And uh. Uh, I was in the hospital there for 28 hours. And they monitored me and my potassium was low. A bunch of, bunch of stuff was happening. And um, so I decided to come back to Alaska for Holy my medical shit. stuff uh, because I have insurance here. And so it was the best move. I also have possibly melanoma. So I'm oh, trying geez. to figure that out. Um, God damn. That's oh. how Bob Marley died. So I'm not trying to pull a Bob Marley. You know, right. He got uh, uh, melanoma underneath one of his nails. Oh, uh, shit. I have a black dot under my nail, and uh, that's what, what we're worried about. So. Well, you know, I don't know if anybody wants to pull a Bob Marley, but I do think everybody wants to spread the love with with the music, yeah, right? you know what I mean? Like he did. Oh, yeah. He brought, I swear, like, you, there could have been, like, an, a war going on, so and Bob funny. Marley could stand in the middle of the war and play music, and everybody would stop what they're doing and just be like, all right, cool, high five. <laughs> you know, that guy was a genius. Oh, yeah. At least that's how I heard he died. I'm not 100% sure if that's how he died. I don't want to, don't quote me on, on things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll I'm going to have to look up melanoma some more now, because, like, I also had a black uh, dot under my nail, but I thought it was because, like, pencil lead when I was a kid. Oh. I'm going to hyperfixate on that for a little bit. (laughs) It's a little bit serious. Uh, Pretty much. uh, So I'm, like, not too terribly worried about it because my friend's dad has had melanoma for, like, 18 years. And pretty much just every once in a while, he goes in and has some moles removed. Mm. Huh. So... All right. I'm not too worried about it, but I am right. worried about it, which is right, part of right, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. God damn. All right. Yeah. So, off the topics of depressing, yeah, one of us may die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I did ask what you were in the hospital for. So you did. Yeah, not COVID. They yeah, gave me a COVID test. Not COVID. So, so I'm good. Absolutely. Holy shit. You'll probably write a song about it though. So, yeah, man. that's like the know. benefits of going through shitty stuff in your life is that it always makes a good song. It's like writing in a diary, but it's just all songs, you know, like you can you can turn any situation into a song. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. And like it doesn't matter what you're playing, really, uh, or what I'm playing, really, on the ukulele. Um, it right. always makes me pretty happy. There you go. <laughs> Even if it's a sad song, you know, he's, right. it's kind of hard to make a sad song on the ukulele sound sad, you know. True. Although, and somehow Mikey Muffins pulls it off. The genius of Mikey Muffins can make the ukulele sound sad. And it's perfect, and I love it. Yeah. We got to get Mikey on. We uh, do. I messaged Mikey about this. and Yeah, we got to reach they're, out to They're him. interested. Yeah. For All sure. right. 
so Ralph, what would you say like your influences are? You already talked about like bad things that happen in your life being influences. It could be like a funny situation or like, you know, like something that happened to my friend or like right. most of the things I write about, almost all of the things I write about and play about are actual things that have happened to me or somebody I know. And they're all pretty, pretty relatable things, I think. Um, right, right. But yeah, like, or, you know, yeah. sometimes I can like look at a painting that someone drew or like just look around a room and write a song off of things that are happening in the room. Like Dang. these two cats right now are chasing each other around and wrestling and I could just sit here and strum the ukulele and make a song about it. Well, now yeah, I pretty much just use whatever's around me or ask for sometimes I'll ask people for topics and I'll like a uh, platypusy. Like platypusy. <laughs> Wait, what's the story behind that? <laughs> so, okay. So Ralph texted me like, gosh, this must have been like months ago, like back in the summertime. And I, Al was at my house and Ralph said, I want to write a song with you. Give me a topic. And for whatever reason at the time, Al being Al was talking to me about some random facts about animals because that's what Al does. And we were talking about the platypus, and he said, Did you know that the plural from platypus is not platypi, but platypussy? And so then I laughed and I thought it was funny. And then I told Ralph, This is what you need to write the song about. And so now at some point, Ralph and Al and I are writing a song about platypussy. What the? There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to leave that one to you guys. Yeah. For all of you under 18 viewers, we're so sorry about what you just experienced. Please go clean out your ears and come back. It's your fault for listening. You True. know what you were getting yourself <laughs> yeah. into. True, facts. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one up to you. I'm going to yeah. I am going to like keep an eye out for a song entitled Platypussy and a song yeah. from Ralph Please. entitled These Cats Are Wrestling. <laughs> I'm re I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So like we were talking about influences. Are there any, like, musical influences you have, though? Like, any bands or artists that really stick out to you? Uh, I really like Sticky, Finger, Sticky Fingers. Um, they're, like, real depressing, but not depressing at all. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, like, write music that makes me want to dance around. But, but it's sad. It's also kind of sad. Yeah. Um, I also really like Tech Nine. He's yeah. uh, not a uh, ukuleleist, or however you say it. I can get down to uh, Tech Nine. <laughs> yeah, Tech Nine. Cool. I rather enjoy him. I like the Dirty Heads quite a bit. Mm, I like the Dirty um, Heads. Alan Stone, and there was one other, but I forgot. But Alan Stone is really amazing as well. Yeah. All right. I like that you have a wide range of musical. Like, it's not just like, oh, yeah, I listen to this one thing. It's like, I listen to Tech Nine and this guy over here and this guy over here. Like, it's cool. Yeah. It you know. goes from, yeah, so Sticky Fingers and Tech Nine. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know how it goes. Hey, but. Days and days and, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> just everyone. Hell yeah. Everyone, yeah. I really do like, though, that, like, even if you don't like that kind of music or you don't like that band, you still appreciate the music behind it because you're a musician. Like I know for yes. me, I really, I really don't like bands like One Direction or like Ariana Grande or like Justin Bieber. I don't like those 
people, but I respect them though because they do make well, music. They're talented and, enough to be doing what they're doing. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They they are doing some they're doing something with music and it really does bring some people joy and happiness and they're it, in a it's spot a good thing, making you know? making a living doing what they want to do. I'm actually gonna be making a living doing what I want to be doing this summer. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Right on. That's what's up. Already on. Uh, what's the plans for the summer? So I'm gonna be working on a farm. Uh, I'm a full-time farmer in the summertime, and they have some livestock, and they also have about I would say about two acres of gardens. And cool. just to like give you an idea, like in the front of the house, there's a fence. And in front of that fence, in one day, we planted 220 roses. And wow. That's just like Hell the yeah. gardens. That's awesome. To me, you look like you'd be a farmer. Like you, you I look am like a farmer. Full time I know. I'm telling you. Like, it's only fence. It's awesome. I love it. I'm yeah. going to be starting mid March this year, so which is that's really cool. cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know uh, when Ralph came through Tacoma and stopped over at. Uh, the gravel pit for a while because we have the garden beds in the back ralph was out there like oh so you have this and you have this and like checking out the garden <laughs> beds and like oh yeah, so you yeah. planted this well actually you should put that over with that and that should come over here <laughs> i could just picture yeah. it being like he shows up at your house and before he even says hello to you oh man this plant should go here and here oh right hey how's it going just immediately go to the garden like, oh, yeah. that's what i that's what i knew when i go to like i'll be like oh i go i'll walk in like the other day i walk in the safe way to like get some groceries or something. And I even before I said anything to anybody, before I even grabbed anything, I went, Oh, I think they're playing some offspring music. Cool. Like first first thing I thought of was music. Like Oh yeah. It's just so funny how that works. Mental priorities. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right. So Ralph, what would you say is like your favorite venue up by you though? Because I haven't been to Alaska. We were going to go up this year, but then COVID fucking hit. Uh, are we talking summertime or wintertime? And are we talking pre-COVID or COVID? I want all four of those answers. Yeah. <laughs> we got time to fill. I want them all. So in the yeah. wintertime, in the wintertime, my favorite venue is Van's Dive Bar. And actually, I probably would say that's my favorite venue in the summer as well. Uh, unless we're talking like festivals, I've never played at a festival personally, uh, in Alaska. I've played at two festivals in the lower 48, but I've never played at a festival in Alaska, but my favorite festival venue, music venue, uh, during the summer would have to be Trapper Creek. Uh, it's Ooh. like a Trapper Creek bluegrass festival. That's Ooh. cool. All right. Hell yeah, that's cool. I like playing festivals and outdoor events, like street fairs and stuff. I don't know. Something about those are just fun to play, like, just because it's like just a bunch of people getting together. Just maybe you don't know these people and they're coming to listen to your music and then all of a sudden they become your new fans or, you know, like it's, exactly. just, it's just fun to do. Yeah. That's actually probably my favorite part about playing music is like, I'll go busking or something. It doesn't matter if I get the money or not. I don't care about the money. Um, it's when like a car pulls up and a kid rolls down a window and there's like kids in the backseat and they're jamming to your music that you wrote. Yeah. Oh yeah. Such a great feeling. And that's that's literally the too. best feeling like yeah. that I think that you can get. Like it's really good. Right. Yeah. That's what I love when I'm busking is like someone will drive by and there will be a red light and they'll roll down their window and give me a thumbs up and like, 
you know, me like listening yeah. to it. And then as they drive away, they're like, good job, man. And I'm like, you know, I always tell people when I'm busking, I go, I don't do it for the, for the money. I do it for the smiles and the, and the, uh, and the thank yous. That's what it is. That's why I go busking, man. It's because it I want people to walk by and go, that was some good music. Cause then I can go home and feel like, yeah, look what I just did. I just played music for people and they, they liked it more so than, you know, the money. But I was working at like the Washington state fair. Um, yeah. God, I think this was like two years ago now, three years ago now. And we did the load in for, I think it was like Rascal Flats or something. And nice. the show was going to start and I was like, all right, I'm just going to take my guitar and like go outside the fairgrounds and busk a little bit because there was like hundreds of people there. So I went out, Mm -hmm. walked down like a block and just started playing. I got the weirdest shit. Like this guy gave me a scone. Um, (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, one person threw... We like a scone. Yeah, like, <laughs> he just, like, gave me a scone, and it was awesome. Like, I remember it tasting good, but I oh, also yeah. remember, like, calling Shannon and being like, what the fuck just happened? Also, this guy... <laughs> there was this one guy who threw a roll of quarters at me from his car window. Like, Bruh. a whole yeah. fucking, like, bank roll of quarters. In Alaska, <laughs> in Alaska there's a me. lot of that. It's Go so ahead. fucking weird. It is. People like throw money out at you as they're going by. They'll just try <laughs> That's so by funny. and throw it out. Yeah, it's just like, all right, let me pick this up real quick mid-song. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that reminds me of uh, Halloween of 2020. Shane and I were driving back from busking. I think it was Halloween. And we were in the, yeah, we were in yeah. the car. And this car pulls up, rolls in the window and says trick or treat and then throws candy into our window. <laughs> Dude, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, they literally had all this candy. They were just giving it to people in their car. I think it's hilarious when people think that there's going to be drugs in your kid's candy. Like, drugs are expensive. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> giving, like, some fucking... We're not giving out free drugs, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, like, shit's expensive. You got to be good <laughs> friends to get shit for free, right? Right, right. If you want your candy lace, you better make. you better go make some friends with those people. For real. <laughs> the other part of that story, though, is that we get back to the house, to the gravel pit, and we're like, dude, there was some candy on the root, on the hood of the car. Let's see if it's still there. And we run out, and it was still on the hood of the car. Yeah, like, it was <laughs> dude, stuck it was in between the windshield wipers. You could have sworn that we were, like, kids in a, literally at a candy store. Oh, yeah. We were freaking yeah. out. We thought that was the coolest thing we've ever seen. Like, it was still there. Oh, my gosh. And we, like, ran in and told <laughs> Shannon, and Shannon's, like, all confused. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, like no, somebody threw candy. candy at us. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. It was awesome. <laughs> so crazy busking stories and stuff, but, like, what's the craziest story of an actual show you've done? I guess it doesn't really have to be a show you've done, just, like, a show you've been to. Craziest, like, like elaborate a little bit on what you mean. What's the first story that comes to mind when you think of, like holy shit, this weird thing happened at a show. Uh, I don't know, like like a festival show or like yeah, just like sure. a festival Yeah, any kind of show. Uh, I was at a, uh, I was at Trapper Creek, Trapper Creek Bluegrass. And um, there was, uh, the Jefferies were playing on the stage. It's like this local band, but they're fucking amazing. Uh, Jeffrey spelled with a PH. Okay. Um, All right. So they were playing and um, 
everyone was like all out having a good time. And this guy gets up on the stage and jumps off the stage and stage dives into the crowd. I've never seen this at this festival before. I've been going to this festival for six years. Right. And the dude stage dived and like got passed around. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a pipe. He literally got passed <laughs> around. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, that was pretty crazy. That's okay. cool. No, stage I like diving that at a bluegrass show. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. That's like that. That I think that's well, like the have, title like, all of the book. Of music. music. It wasn't just bluegrass music. It was all kinds of music. You know. Right. But okay. They're like I don't even know what to describe them as. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like you. if that guy was gonna write like an autobiography of himself, that would be the title. I stay. I stage them at a bluegrass show. That'd be it. <laughs> that'd be how we'd open the book. People, so, I'd read it. That was saying. the Jeffries. Yeah, it was the Jeffries. All right. Oh, I know yeah. you've you've talked to me about them a couple times. Yeah, I've heard about yeah, them. They're pretty before. amazing. Pretty so amazing. So for all of you listeners out there, go check them out on the internet. If you're having a bad day, listen to those guys. There you go. You heard it here first. Hell yeah. So we got stage diving at a bluegrass show. We got crazy busking stuff. Wow. What, what is like the best memory that comes to mind when you think of your shows? Like... Is it the crowd reacting to your music or is it like some weird specific thing that happened once? Or... No, I think it's definitely the, the crowd reacting to your music. Um, first time it ever happened, it was, I don't know, there was like 15 or 20 people watching and people were clapping and it almost makes you want to cry. You know, oh, yeah. the first couple oh, of times yeah. it happens, it's like really awesome. Really, oh, yeah. really awesome feeling, like really uplifting. For sure. That was like my first show when I played, my first show I ever played. Well, technically the first show I ever played, I only played like three songs. And then the last song I played wasn't the right song to play. And I got chewed out by it from like the people. But anyway, <laughs> the first real show I played though, was at a place called The Safe House, which isn't really around anymore. But I remember when I got to the show, I was like freaking out. I, I, I think I did cry because I was like, this is the first time where... Like, th this is my dream. This is what I've dreamed about my entire life, is playing a show and, like, having all these people show up. Like, I've been in, like, summer camps before where, like, you play with, like, a band and then at the end of the summer camp, you, like, play a show. But that's, like, almost like a forced show. They're basically telling people, yeah, you have to come to this show. It's part of the camp, you know? Like, it's, it's not like a show. real... Right, it's not a real thing because you aren't actually a band. You just formed this band during a summer camp that you probably aren't going to see ever again unless you go to summer camp next year. Like, the bands don't last. And so it was just a really, I get what you're saying, Rob. It's a really emotional experience when you walk in and it, it's your show and everybody's vibing to your music. Like, it, it's super cool. And they're actually liking it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the trippiest part is when they sing along to your original songs and you're like, wait a minute, you know my Yes, song? yes. Dude. I remember the first time that happened to me. I almost stopped, like, stopped playing. I was like, whoa. Like... <laughs> yeah. The first time that ever happened to me, I was at the bomb shelter and I was playing I my place. songs. Oh, of course. Best house venue in Tacoma besides the gravel pit. Um, so <laughs> I was, no, but I was playing my show, my set and I look over and I think it was you, Shane and Eugene and Shannon and Al and somebody else. You guys were singing Lost and Found. And I didn't realize that you guys had knew that song. Like this was probably like when I first met, like the first 
Bailey and Kalele show I think Al had never been to. And I was like, how do you all know my music? And then after the show, Al, you came up to me and said, dude, that was so good. Like, I liked your songs. And you're like, I really liked your um, Repeat After Me song. Why didn't you play that one? <laughs> and I got so mad at you. I was like, no, why? Every other song is good. Why is that the one that you really like? So for those of you listening, that's apparently some sort of like cult following I have. I like that song. Uh, see, see, everyone does. It's weird. It's see, weird. It's the... I don't know. Out of the Bailey ukulele album, there's two like two tracks that could kind of be like cult classics because they yeah. really are different from the rest of your songs. You got the repeat yeah. after me song and right. you playing the Rugrats theme. Yeah, so okay. So I used to do in my albums, I used to I thought it was cool when albums would have like a bonus track on some kind of folk funk, which can be on Bandcamp. Uh it's gotten a hit of bonus track and I think I did Heart and Soul. I did something from some like high school musical movie, I think, as a joke, and then I did the Rugrats theme. I record that was such a shitty recording I did though. I literally I hooked up my keyboard into my amp and then plugged my or into my soundboard and then plugged my soundboard into my computer. So all you got was like the loud piano sounds and then like a USB mic that like sounded like crap. It was awesome. Ralph, awesome. I, I know uh, you've recorded a little bit here. Like we recorded like two or three tracks for you. Do you have any plans on coming out with an album soon? Yes. Uh, so I'm supposed to be doing some recording here uh, while I'm here. And uh, I've got a couple of different places that I'm going to be doing that at. And yeah. hopefully while I'm in Alaska this go around, I'll be releasing an album. Hopefully. I I'm don't so make excited. promises that I don't know if I can keep. Right, right. You know, but I'm really hoping for that. That would be awesome. I, w- I would be so excited. I, every time I hear you play, it's almost like you and Jamie are the two people that come to mind when I think of like campfire music, no campfire required. That's how I, yes. I don't know if that makes sense. That's going to be a name of one of the albums. I'll... Hell yeah. Yeah, you got to write Bro, that down. I don't know. Songs, no I don't know campfire if... required. Right. No, but I don't know how how to describe that, but it's kind of like, if you think about campfire music, it's music that you can like relax to and like kind of jam out to, but you're not like, you're not fully invested to the point where you're like, oh, like I have to mosh to this. It's like music that you can feel good with and kind of just chill and like, but you're still into it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but that's how I feel like you and Jamie both <laughs> play. It's kind of that like campfire-esque setting, but you're not, you're just playing inside someone's house. I'm going to have to <laughs> play music with Jamie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Oh, that'd be so cool. We gotta that, get Jamie actually, guys, in here as well. We do. You and Jamie actually would probably sound really good together. Yeah. I can see that being a good, a good. Uh, I started mix. playing music. I forgot this this uh, this chick's name, but I played music with her the day before I left Colorado, and I've played music with quite a few different people, but I've never sounded better. And I really need to like remember her name so that I can find her. Right. Does that make sense? All right. So all of our listeners go and look for this girl. She lives in Colorado and she plays music. Okay. She can't be that hard to find. She she plays a banjo. There we go. See, narrowing it down. Go scour the internet. Colorado banjo tattoos from like head to foot. All right. Heavily tattooed. There we go. Everybody go on the internet right now and look up Banjo Lady in Colorado with tattoos. Let us know when you find her. Let us know. We're on on the hunt. Perfect. 
<laughs> so oh, what yeah. what's your thought on uh live streams this is awesome like this is not a live stream though no That's this funny. isn't <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like I live stream and show. Live streams all right yeah like I'd, I'd do a show you know live streams <laughs> during like through like 2020 because of covid and everything totally like took over but yeah 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 have you done any yet or have you just been focusing um, on the road i have done some like i've gone on live on facebook a few times but most of the time like these past five months i've really just been on the road and uh like i'm wire wrap and um I make jewelry and stuff. I just started getting into like blacksmithing type stuff. So I like That's cool. melt. Yeah. yeah, I'll like melt metal together and pound it, you know, pound it flat and, and stuff. And then um, I'll like right. shape it to uh, like crystals or rocks that I find uh, or go mining for. And I have I have rocks from 10 different states. <laughs> All right. That's pretty awesome. Well, it's official. Ralph is clear, then you and I can mine, Shane. Yep. Oh, I'm not a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. You know I am also not a blacksmith by <laughs> any means. But I, You're more a blacksmith I, than I am, though. So, I mean, hey. I You just melt you just melt stuff together and pound it to the shape <laughs> of whatever you're doing. It's, it's not that hard, you guys. It's not like, rocket science? No, no. Okay. Where... Do you sell your stuff? Uh, side of the road. <laughs> All right. Um, Roadside attractions. Roadside. Uh, Saturday markets, um, depending on where we're at or where I'm at. Um, sometimes I'll post it on Facebook. I don't really like have an Etsy or anything yet. Uh, oh, I'm right. waiting till I get some more pieces to do that. Okay. That's awesome. What other, like, little hobbies and stuff do you have other than, you know, like, making swords? <laughs> Bro, if I could learn how to make a sword, best believe you're going to be the first one that gets one. Okay? Dang. Like, Hell yeah. Like, yeah, so I'm a um, blacksmithing friend. <laughs> I, I think you have to, like, go to school or something to be officially called, like, a blacksmith. Oh, come on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just want to be able to walk um, down the street and talk to somebody and go, yeah, guess what? I know a blacksmith. <laughs> What's up? Like, oh, you need something? All right, one sec. Let me just call up my blacksmith. <laughs> uh, I like to I like to paint. I like to finger paint. Uh, <laughs> I know it sounds like some, some young people shit, but uh, I've seen, like, some really, really amazing finger paint done by yeah. some... Yeah really well-known artists around here oh, in Alaska. Yeah. Um, I like to paint. I like to draw. Um, or I like to just call it coloring because, you know, the lines kind of just form themselves. There you go. Um, and then uh, I like to cook. I, mean, I, mm. I know that's not really a hobby, but... I mean, it can be. It's, it's fun. It's really fun to cook. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of like a, a Ralph of all trades. I love oh my it. God, I, can't uh, I probably can't say that. No. Uh, <laughs> when you perform, like, do you just go by Ralph? 
Uh, so nowadays, I just go by Ralph, but uh, probably about a year ago, I was going by Eucalangelo. Um, okay. And, That's a sweet Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now I just kind of go by my own name because I'm me and no one else is me. Wow. So I'm just Ralph Allen. Yeah. That's deep, to be honest. With like, an F. Or, with an F, yeah. Right. With, with, with an F. Ralph with an F. And look, totally we just designed his t-shirt right there. Down, his merch. His, his merch is going to be Ralph with an F. Yeah. Yeah. Just R-A-L because... plus signed F. Right, exactly. People have been calling me that since I was 17. Damn. And I'm 27. I'll be 28 in June. Dang. Damn. Damn. Old motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I'm getting there, bro. We're the same age, but you know, I an old motherfucker. <laughs> oh, so I had a question because this has always been a thing for me because I I play in the ukulele. So, do you have any songs you play, like covers or something, on the ukulele that like most people would be like, "Whoa, that's not a song that's usually performed in on the uke," or maybe in that way. Like I know for me, like every time I play Green Day. Everyone's like, dude, you're playing Green Day? No way. Like, on the ukulele? Like, people think it's weird. I'll play, I don't know. like, Eminem or, like, Tupac. Yeah. There you go. Um, oh, yeah. You know, like, that always gets a fun reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably my number one most requested song, because I play the ukulele, is really stereotypical. It's Riptide. Yeah. Dude, I get yeah. Riptide, Summer Over the Rainbow, I get and I'm yours. So much. Me too. Uh, and do you I, ever get I'm yours? yours? Those are my yeah. two top, bro. Those are my two bro. top. And I'm like, uh. it's to the point where I have enough of my own songs where I can just be like, uh, I don't know how to play that. Uh, <laughs> no, see, what you got to do is write a song. Just write a song called Riptide. So when someone says play Riptide, you can just play your own song. <laughs> have it be a song about being asked about playing Riptide. Right. Exactly. So I, everybody always told me, play Rip Time, play I'm Yours. So I had to mix it up. So I took the I'm Yours song and I mashed it together with a Bob Marley song because I couldn't play it straight anymore because yeah. it was starting to get annoying. So I had to like remix it and like make it different so I could keep playing it because that's what everyone I was requesting. Like that. All right. I mean? Like you just got to make it different. What about you, Shane? What's one song you play that like not a lot of people expect from? Oh, shit. Well, Eugene of counterfeit reality and i always uh play fucking hometown road because that one's just fucking fun to play nice um there's also um i really do like to cover this land is your land uh woody guthrie <laughs> oh yeah because there like so many people have only heard like the parts that they're taught in school so yeah I call them like the forgotten verses. Woody Guthrie wrote like multiple versions of This Land is Your Land. And this I land took is your <laughs> I took a bunch of like verses and stuff that were left out from like the school cool. versions and added them back into right. it. Right. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's always a fun one cuz like you're playing that one on the street and people are like, "Oh yeah, I know this one." And then you start like 
singing about like playing in the verse. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I'm in the shadow of the steeple in the middle of the town and like the unions are fighting <laughs> back and shit and they're like, What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> people are like, Oh my god, you're ruining a song. <laughs> Why you gotta I make it to... political? Like it was already. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Woody Guthrie, political. what do you expect? America, what isn't political? Yeah. America, you're right. So Ralph a song about how political going to the bathroom is. Yeah. Ralph, what is like a dream band for you to play with? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I have never thought about that. Uh, a dream band for me to play with. Yeah, like perform a show with or like play alongside of. So there's a um, uh, Alaska local musician. She's known all around the world, though. Her name is Emma Hill, and um, she is really amazing, really amazing musician. Oh, yeah. And uh, I love her music so much, and it's uh, very different from a lot of the stuff that I listen to. And so I would absolutely adore playing a show with this lady. I really Absolutely. enjoy that you you said a local musician and not somebody think, like you weren't like oh I want to play with you know like I want to play with uh, Aerosmith or I want to play with this band like you you picked like a real like local act which well, that mean, says a lot played, you know she's played in Sweden before she's played all over the world Dang. you know Damn. She's played Hell all yeah. over I want to play so, in Sweden Switzerland I don't, I think it's Switzerland. Dang. Switzerland. Sounds like we all need to take a trip up to Europe. Still, still, Europe. Yeah, you know. <laughs> let's go. Let's 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 get let's go on a fucking adventure together, guys. And like, let's go play some fucking shows and do some shit up in in Europe. I'm sure there's house venues in Europe we could pop into. Oh, and yeah, I, 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 you know, play some pubs, play some fucking like do some busking shit. Like that'd be a fun trip. Do what we do best. Make noise. Yeah. Make incoherent noise. Well, Ralph, thank you so much for coming on and talking about ukuleles and how awesome you are and how how cool it is to be sad, you know? We're going to listen to a couple tracks from you, and thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us and taking this call. Yeah, this is awesome. Here is a song Ralph sent in for this episode entitled, This Is Our Song. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Local Listens. And next week's guest is Jesse Sendejas of bands like Days and Days, Chad Hates George, and Escape from the Zoo. We hope you tune in next time and have a great and music-filled week. <laughs>